episode of it's not the end of the world i know in the last episode i said that this is a pre-recorded episode so completely lied i planned to record this like five days ago but just got super lazy and procrastinated and i'm recording this at the last minute possible it's currently january 12th so it is my birthday so if you're listening to this make sure to wish me happy birthday i'm just kidding but yeah it's my birthday yay it's so weird to think that i'm 22 now Um, But I'm leaving tomorrow morning to go to New York to visit my friend with Shiva, so that should be fun. But our flight leaves at like 8.50 a.m., and so I have to get to the airport at like 7.30-ish, so I I don't have time to record tomorrow. And I didn't really want to stress myself out with trying to like fit everything in right before, because I had an eye appointment this morning. And usually I really haven't had any issues with my eye appointments, they've never been that long. For some reason, this eye appointment took like two hours. I left my house at 8.40 to get to my 9 a.m. appointment, and I came back home at like 10.50. So I just, I don't know where the time went. I didn't take that long, like literally, maybe it took 10 minutes to pick my glasses frame, and then like my prescription hasn't changed at all, even though they've been telling me that like every year for the past couple years, even though I feel like my vision is definitely like worse with far distance whenever I'm watching movies or stuff and there's closed captioning, I can't, unless it's in my computer and it's right in front of me or on my phone, like I can't really see that well. And I definitely cannot read menus when they're super far away. So I don't know, it kind of baffles me every time I go in and they're like, yeah, so your prescription hasn't changed much. I'm like, what do you mean? Like literally sometimes I can't see, but anywho. So like nothing changed. I don't know what took so long, but somehow it took two hours. I got home and then I had a bunch of stuff to do because I had to like order the contacts and like get the rebate and like order the glasses and blah, blah, blah. So just getting some stuff squared away for school. And then I went to the gym and I've never been to the gym at the time that I went today. And I was around the time that I guess the high school swim team does practice. It was very weird. So then the locker room was full of like little, I mean, I guess they're high school. I really couldn't tell like high school, middle school girls. And that's the most crowded I've ever seen the locker room. It was kind of scary. Usually when I go in the morning, it's all like older kind of grandma age moms, just butt ass naked. So that was a bit of an adjustment at the beginning. Like I walked in there and there's just like boobs everywhere. I was like, Oh, okay, I feel like I shouldn't be here, but it was fine. They ignore me, (laughs) so it works out. Unless, you know, I'm trying to get to my stuff and if they're in the way, then they're nice. But for the most part, they don't talk to me and that's I'm okay with that. Especially when I go in the morning, I'm like, I, it's too early for me to have a conversation with anyone. I did watch Mean Girls yesterday and I know, I knew going into it that it's a musical. I kind of forgot like how musically musicals are and like I know I was raving about Wonka and that's basically a musical movie too I kind of felt like maybe the movie was a little bit longer than it needed to be like or maybe I was just tired I don't know or a combination of the two somehow but it just kind of felt like a little bit longer than it needed to be that being said I loved the movie I really loved Renee Rapp as Regina George she did such a good job I realized like I completely forgot about the original movie so I couldn't really appreciate all the parallels that this newer version drew to the original so if you can i would recommend watching the original before you watch this new one 
I think I forgot a lot of stuff that happened in the old one and then like people my friends were talking about it and I was like wait what what do you mean so I was just a little confused I think about like oh like this is the same as that thing or like you know stuff like that so I did I was not a huge fan of Christopher Briney as Aaron Samuels I don't know I just I only see him as Conrad, so it was really weird to see him in this movie, but he did, I mean, everybody did a good job. I would give it an 8 out of 10. I would definitely recommend go watch it, but maybe watch the original one first. Today, we're going to be talking about living alone. I think this is a topic that I've thought about for a long time because I've lived alone for a while. I, pre-COVID, I used to be like a huge social butterfly, like I was always surrounded by people always hanging out with other people doing things, whether it was like in school and classes or in cross-country practice or track practice or like I'd have friends over studying together with other people. Like I was always surrounded by people and I always thought like I'm the kind of person that needs to be around people or needs to be around others in order to, you know, feel like energized and like happy and all that stuff. But once COVID started and, you know, everybody was staying at home and scared that the world was ending... I started having more, or I guess less experiences with other people and more just like being on my own or being with my family. But it wasn't until I moved back to college as an RA that I was like truly living alone. I was an RA at Taylor Tower for three years and it was like a single room, so I was just by myself. And at first I thought like, oh, this is gonna be so weird. Like, and all of our classes were online, so you didn't really interact with people that much. But I ended up really liking it. I liked how I didn't have to worry about another person. I had a roommate freshman year, and we didn't have super similar, like, sleep schedules or study schedules, things like that, and it would just make things really difficult. Like, if I wanted to go to bed earlier than she did, we'd still have to keep the lights on so she could study or do whatever she was doing while I was trying to sleep or... If I used to wake up early in the morning to go to the gym and so then I would have to like try to change and everything using the flashlight on my phone because I didn't want to turn the light on and like wake her up. But I definitely did like I was like clamoring around trying to find stuff. So definitely woke her up. Little things like that. I think I came to appreciate living alone. You don't have to worry about all that. You don't have to worry about disturbing another person or irritating them or having them like irritate or annoy you. I think as well, I'm a little bit of a control freak. I don't like not being in control of my schedule, my day, and my plan. And when you're living with other people, you're not always necessarily in control of what your day is going to look like, at least when you're like in your own space. And so I think that is a huge part of why I really enjoy living alone. That being said, I think that there's right and wrong ways to live alone very similar to like spending time alone but not feeling lonely there's right and wrong ways to like enjoy me time and spending time alone because it's very easy to just like isolate yourself and cut off all your relationships with other people which is not a good thing and that's not what I'm talking about when I'm saying like you know I enjoy living alone. So we'll get into that. I think a huge thing, like, in terms of one of the right ways to live alone is prioritizing healthy habits. And this is very vague and very broad. When I think about this, I think about the different dimensions of health. There's physical health, emotional health, social health, like a variety of different types of health. 
you want to be prioritizing habits that address all of these different dimensions of wellness. I think physical health is you know, it's pretty straightforward, it's pretty basic, just making time to move your body, whatever that looks like, going outside for a walk or a run or like going to the gym, taking a workout class, whatever that is for you. In terms of social health, I think that's one that can really take a hit when you live alone. It's easy to kind of just like get stuck in your ways and just isolate yourself and turn into a little hermit crab. I think that definitely happened to that. I find myself like doing that often. Sometimes I just get very comfortable in my routine of like sitting on the couch, drinking my tea, watching a show or, you know, just reading or just doing my own thing. And I'm like, I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to go do anything with anybody. I think especially with school, like it feels like it's my only time that I'm not doing school. But at the same time, it's important to it's important to, you know, find the things that you enjoy and do those things for yourself, not to the degree that you're cutting off all your relationships with other people. I think it's important to make effort to spend time with others, whether that be family, friends, significant others. For me, I really, really enjoy like going out to dinner. So I love making dinner plans or maybe going to a workout class with my friends is a fun way to like hang out with other people while also getting in a workout. I think trying to combine different things you need to get done is really helpful. Like going to the grocery store with your friend. I've done that before. That's also fun. Um, Or like I said, going to get dinner. That way you're also eating your meal and then you're also catching up. I think that is a helpful way for me to feel like I'm not wasting time. I always kind of feel like, oh, like I could be doing X, Y, and Z right now, but I'm here. And that's not to say that I don't appreciate my friends and I don't appreciate spending time with them. It's just one of those thinking traps I get stuck in where I'm like, oh, I could be doing so much more right now and like just kind of feeling like I'm not doing enough. So this is a way to kind of trick myself into being like, but you're doing two things. You're multitasking, which I know we said is like out (laughs) for 2024, but this isn't really like multitasking. It's just me tricking myself into being like, calm down. So I would definitely recommend not neglecting yeah that's the word don't neglect your social life I think that's very important in order to properly live alone I think another thing in terms of prioritizing healthy habits is like environmental health thinking about the space that you live in it's easy to not feel the need to like clean and maintain things and keep stuff neat And I'm not saying you need to clean every day. I don't do that. But cleaning like once a week or once every other week or, you know, washing your sheets and things like that, just because there's not people or others around you constantly to make you kind of feel like, okay, like I should probably do the dishes or like I should do this doesn't mean you shouldn't do those things. I think that's another huge healthy habit that sometimes we don't want to prioritize because it's a lot of effort and a lot of work, but it's definitely worth it. I feel like for me, whenever my space is cluttered and messy, I get so like put off, like I'm so upset and I just can't focus on school. So it's helpful for me to like do that stuff and set aside time to do that stuff. I think another right way to live alone is reflecting on the benefits or like the pros of living alone. I think it's really helpful to make a pros and cons list or like benefits or like just to better understand the benefits of living alone. I think for me, I didn't really understand the importance of it until I was an RA and then I had my own space. 
and I could decorate it however I wanted. I could listen to music out loud in the morning while I was showering or working out. I could snooze my alarm as many times as I wanted. This one was a huge thing. I didn't really start snoozing my alarm until like this past year, but my roommate used to snooze her alarm and it was like the most annoying thing ever because I was trying to sleep in or, you know, I was still trying to sleep and every five minutes I would hear that annoying like sound of the alarm and I was like, oh my god. And sometimes she wouldn't, she would take a while to turn it off. My friends had very similar stories with their roommates as well freshman year and so it was just like such a relief when I started living alone that I didn't have to worry about somebody else's alarm waking me up and now I don't have to worry about like my alarm and constant like alarms after that waking up somebody else. Obviously these are just a couple small benefits or pros of living alone. I think it's important to take a look at the cons as well. Obviously the pros and cons are also very subjective and based on the person who is living alone, maybe not having people around so you can snooze your alarm as many times as you want is a con because then you sleep in because that that does happen to me sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think it's all about perspective. It's all about like what that person needs in the moment. So it's an interesting thing to take the time to do. I think another right way to live alone is that you can pursue hobbies that you like. So for example, for me, once I started living alone, I started a podcast, I started YouTube because it was very easy for me to just like sit at my desk and record a, podca- a podcast episode because nobody was around for me to be annoying. I think especially during like the COVID times, everybody was working on their computer, taking exams in the room, like doing stuff in their room, like everybody was in their rooms. And so if I had roommates, I, there's no way I would have been able to start a podcast YouTube is a little bit easier because you're just kind of recording videos, Um, but still, I think having my own space definitely facilitated these two hobbies of mine that I really enjoy doing. Similarly, baking is another big one. I think having full access to the kitchen and not having to worry about, like, oh, I'm hogging the space, like, you know, somebody else wants to use it, or worrying about, like, using ingredients that you didn't necessarily buy and things like that. So, I think being able to pursue pursue my being able to pursue hobbies that you like it's facilitated when you live alone certain hobbies at least because you feel less hindered by the presence of other people to you know just have that space to kind of explore and figure out what you like and what you don't like so in terms of like general takeaways I think obviously there's pros and cons to living alone It's not always going to be the best thing ever, don't get me wrong. I think being home over break for like basically a month now, being surrounded by people all the time, it's made me realize that, you know, at times during the semester when I'm by myself, I can feel pretty lonely. I think that's very normal when you're alone to feel lonely. There's nothing wrong with that. And like, for example, I was watching the college national football championship game. Unfortunately, Michigan did win. Um, But I was watching that game and my mom and my sister were not interested in the game, so they left. And so then I was just watching it alone because my dad left eventually too. And as much as I wanted to watch the game, it was kind of like, this is boring. Like, I'm just sitting here by myself watching the game. And we had a tradition of watching, like, the Great British Baking Show. And we were actually on the finale for the season that we were watching. So I called them back down. I switched the channel so that we could just, like, all be together and watch TV. 
And I think that kind of made me realize like sometimes I do cherish the moments I'm spending with other people and not being alone because sometimes I do feel lonely and sometimes it's not fun to be on your own. While there are a lot of benefits, there's also plenty of cons. So I think, like I said earlier, it's helpful to make that list and reflect on that and see if the benefits outweigh the cons for you. I think for me, it's helpful to like remind myself of all the things that I can do for myself because I live alone. I think that's very helpful to just like put everything back into perspective and be like, okay, like you enjoy living alone, like you chose to do this. So it's helpful, I think, just to remind yourself and take a step back and reflect rather than getting upset and mad over the situation. So yeah, that's all I have to say about living alone. I This is just a little kind of teaser. I'm sure that as I continue to live my life and live alone, because I'm kind of, I've realized I'm like very much a solitary person now. I get quite drained when I spend time with people and I get more energized when I spend time by myself. I think it's a good and bad thing. I'm very stuck in my ways and I'm very close-minded when it comes to like wanting to change my schedule to include other people if that makes sense like going to the gym if I just went by myself it would be a pretty quick thing but if I went with other people then I have to account for the time it would take to meet that person at the gym and then like go through the workout with them and all this stuff which in the long run is never a problem like afterwards after the fact I'm always happy that I met up with the person and hung out with them and like worked out with them or did whatever with them but it's the before that really stresses me out that I feel like oh my gosh I'm losing so much time in the day and so yeah it's something that I'm actively working on I mean even though I've been living alone for so long it's something that I still kind of struggle with in terms of finding a balance between enjoying spending time alone and enjoying spending time with other people So if you are also struggling with finding that balance, you know, you're not alone. It is difficult, but that's what we have all this life to live to figure that kind of stuff out. I think nobody has all the answers, unfortunately, so we can figure it out together. In terms of my SMART goal updates, it's been going good. Today is my birthday. Last night I went to like a birthday dinner with my friends and I wanted to try like non-alcoholic beer, but then I was too intimidated to order because there was a couple different options and I like didn't know what to get so I just didn't get anything but I might try something non-alcoholic tonight maybe we're going to dinner at this like fancy Italian restaurant so I actually have to start getting ready soon uh, which is you know that's a whole other thing I don't really know how to do makeup or hair and also it's raining so it's like what's the point because I'm just not having a good hair day I'll be honest like my hair is frizzy and just like poofed up so I don't know if there's a point to really doing much up there or on my face because I feel like it's all just going to get ruined by the rain um but yeah I'll add pictures from dinner to the photo dump for this week's episode so you can see how it turned out if you're if you've made it to this point of the episode thank you so much for listening stay tuned for next week I will fill you guys in on all the tea about New York very excited to try some vegan restaurants. Obviously, the vegan scene in New York is much bigger than Columbus, so I'm excited to try different vegan things. We are planning to go to Moulin Rouge, which I know is currently playing in Ohio, so the timing's kind of funny, but I've never been to a Broadway show before, so very excited for that. 
and we're gonna get vegan sushi so yes I'm also excited for that I am a little bit stressed because like school starts on Tuesday and I come back on Monday and like people are sending stuff about like questions about like content and I haven't looked at anything I finally looked at stuff today I don't know I've just been in a procrastinating mood recently and it's not going well it needs to like reverse and change before class starts next week which you know hopefully maybe the magic of New York will do that for me who's to say Um, but yeah I'll talk to you guys next week and if you made it to this point of the episode I appreciate you and your time so so much if you could leave a review turn on post notifications new episodes every Monday and I hope you have a great rest of your day bye love you